frigid rebel needed to present himself to our holy and magnificent monarch. Oh. I see I am still allowed visitors during my times of woe. Possibly provide me a way to escape? Or better yet, prove my innocence? No? I can tell you want another tale? Do you really think I am in the position for yet another? Think, man. From all the sordid rumors I've heard of how our monarch treats his prisoners, I might as well be hanging from the gallows. Not these chains. I heard if you lick your elbow and kiss a dungeon rat, that you'll be spared of a death while in the dungeon. Oh, really? And I suppose I'll receive the royal amnesty and dine with the tyrant up top. That is just ridiculous as those buffoons from the past. You know what? Since I have the time on my hands, I shall continue to give my tales until my untimely demise. Using the wooden fork, they generously gave for tepid soup. I shall slit the veil of the world of ramble shamble. But as good as cutting veils as eating damn soup. Good day and salutations, greetings of all people, great and small. Welcome to another episode of Ramble Shamble. Today, we are joined again by only one person, but you guys tend to love him, and I cannot disagree with that because he's a very good friend of mine. Welcome, good old Jotun. Say hello to the people, Jotun. Love me! <laughs> yes. Good day, everyone. It is I, Jotun. Joining you once again for this episode of Ramble Shamble. Ah, oh, and it's, we are so grateful for you to be here. Because without Jotun, or without myself, what would Ramble Shamble be? Just another thing floating in the air where people just say, No, Ramble Shamble sounds like a good ring to it. No, I, I don't know, <laughs> Jotun, what do you feel like? Why Ramble Shamble? Why did, because you, you technically were the person who came up, up with this name. What, what made you think, hey, let's call ourselves Ramble Shamble? Oh, actually, no, you said you wanted to call it Shamble Ramble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. And I will stick to that. I have, my <laughs> convictions on that are better or are, are solid. Okay? okay. But anyway, I, I just thought that it would be cool if we have a, a name for a podcast because at this stage we had decided that we want to actually start a podcast. Um. But a name that actually reflects what our conversations can sometimes be like. Um, not, not in as much as um, they go very slowly or anything like that, because that is also a little bit of what shambling has a connotation of, but more along the lines of showing how we go on tangent, tangents all the time, but then we loop back right to the the core topic that we were we were going <laughs> for, um, because both Mackie and I tend to be people who speak in analogies. So if we want to prove a point, then we will bring in 
an analogy that has nothing to do with the original conversation, except that it can inform the point that we were going to make in some way. And so that's where the ramble comes in. And then the shamble is 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 kind of, is kind of the same thing where um it seems like we're not really making a logical or coherent argument for whatever we're talking about, but then we bring it back home and it turns out that it actually does. Mm. So that was I just wanted a name that kind of describes the conversations that we have and how they meander before they originally come back home. And then I did some shop work and found out that Rival Shamble has a bit of more ring to it. And I sent it out to some close friends of ours and they agreed that Ramble Shamble has just that little bit more of a ring to it. <laughs> but we all re- we will all remember Shamble Ramble. But again, guys, it doesn't matter. We we That was we want- that was a very small sample population that Naki used. Oh yeah, but that's a good good <laughs> source of information for at least you to judge on. I'm the winner, and there's one person stating, "I like this more." <laughs> that was such a sadistic laugh, dude. <laughs> but if guys, if you're not seen, our good friend here, Jotun, is now a big celebrity. His one video that he has posted on the Fumble Shamble at the time of this recording has broken the 20 viewers mark. Woo! Celebration! Firework! Yay! <laughs> yeah, you see, sometimes I only have one episode up at the moment that I myself made, but sometimes less is more. Oh, agreed. Again, let's get back, let's get to the topic at hand. Jotun, I've been moving around, as you are aware, and obviously... I'm experiencing different cultures, different things. And one thing that's always been something that I have obviously kept interest on, and I believe you too, to a certain degree, are superstitions. And before we get into it, I want to give my kind of go for superstitions will probably be very brief. And then I know Jotun will give, probably give us all a detailed analysis of everything, which we this is why we love him. But my understanding, Jotun, of superstitions are... Maybe we will touch on it at the end of it. Maybe we'll provide clarity to this topic of superstitions. So, for my understanding, superstitions are things that we have to avoid in order to prevent bad things, but also things we must always do in order for good things to happen. So, uh, an example would be, don't step on a crack or you break your mother's back. Um, <laughs> quite a... <laughs> Yeah. statistic rhyme but so people would like attention to avoid practice and stuff but Yota, do you know anything about from your history point of view of what's what, what are superstitions let's give our audience a little basic rundown of what we'll be talking about so i don't know any specific definition but i view superstitions as current okay uh, hmm okay <laughs> I want I'm gonna use the word illogical here, but gotcha. I mean it's in a nice way. Okay. Yeah. So it's illogically correlating or drawing a link between one action with another outcome that aren't causally linked, but that we believe are linked in some way. That's how I would um how I would define it. Yeah. Um yeah. But 
Um, one thing that I uh, that I think you were one thing you said that I don't agree with is you said doing something to prevent something else from happening or stopping bad things from happening. And I don't know exactly what the reverse of that is, but what you mentioned specifically, I think, is maybe a taboo. Although with taboos, it's more a societal thing. So it's like uh, we frown on people who do this or this is something you don't talk about, you know, inside the house or something like that. And you oh. must never say that out in a crowd. So I think, I think specifically with avoiding bad things from happening, that might be the, the word taboo might describe that a bit better. But I have no idea of what it would be for getting good stuff to happen. So, like a, a good superstition would be find a four leaf clover and you're just lucky. Or uh, follow the rainbow and you'll find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So, mm. superstitions are very t- closely tied with folklore. So, I wouldn't be surprised mm. if touching a bit of folklore here. And again, like you said, taboo. Um, it, bad things happen because you look, uh, you broke a mirror. Or something bad. You'll see those people always. There's always one of those episodes in pretty much every series where one character is a little bit more superstitious than the others, and then he's like believes that his whole luck has turned around, and then your his friends try to give him something good luck, like a horseshoe, and then now he's carrying it around. It feels like he's the luckiest guy around the world. But in the truth of the fact, <laughs> the strength was always within him. You just had to have the confidence to deal with the situation. So <laughs> yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. Taboo, very similar. It could be interchangeable, but that's what we're going to t- touch on here. So, Jotun, I've asked the audience, I've asked Jotun to bring in some superstitions. We're going to tackle two sides here. I'm going to let the audience know what the formula of this episode is going to be. We're going to touch on superstitions that we find interesting, but at the same time, we're going to touch on some personal superstitions. So, before we go to personal superstitions, we're going to touch on the superstitions that we have going around us. Now, Jotun, I'm giving you the floor because perhaps you can steal one of mine. Um, we'll keep, we'll, we'll see if we can maybe fit two in. I would love to fit two because I love talking about these kind of things. They're just so engaging and intriguing to me. But Jotun, would you like to go first, or should I, or shall I? With with my favorite superstition. Yeah. Okay. Not personal, hey. This is something that you can like look it up or you read in books and that kind of stuff. That's perfectly valid. Hmm. Just one. I have a few. <laughs> we'll see if we can fit two, but depending on how long we like to stick with our specific one. Okay. So um, there's a really interesting one that I that I found on the internet while researching this episode. And that is that in Motherland Russia, <laughs> um, it is believed that if a bird poops on you or your property then you will get good luck and well. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's, that's contrary, your... contrary to a bird just having shit on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but that's what I mean by an illogical cause and effect link that you make in your mind. Because, I mean, how, how would something bad like a bird crapping on your shoulder, maybe permanently staining it, bring you wealth and luck? I mean, clearly, clearly, circumstances in your recent past shows that you have terrible luck because a bird just shat on your shoulder. 
I think the wh- why they think it's it's good luck is that you've hit rock bottom. Like there's no the chances of bird crap on you is so unlucky that good luck is the only thing that you can get out of it. Like you can only go up from here situation. So like you've hit rock bottom. A bird is one of the million chances of it flying over <laughs> the crap landing specifically on you and says, Okay guy. <laughs> I know you feel like down, but it can only go up from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or, if things are going the same way that it went with the bird crap, where there was a one in a million chance that it would land on your shoulder, maybe another one in a million chance thing is going to happen for you as well. And true. maybe that's going to be a good thing. Very true. Very, very true. I like that. Um... I like that one because it's actually something that is weird for me. I will I'll give that a good point. I, I audience, he's starting off a good foot here. Um, shall I go on mine or would you like to touch more on this one specifically? Because then we can see how much we can fit it. Um, no, I think you should go to yours. We, we covered that one quite well. So my one is something that I find rather surprising for me um, because I love to sleep with a fan on me when I go to bed. It's just the, the noise. Oh, I know which one you're using. <laughs> I now, had it on my list. Uh, it's such a good one, but it's such something that I find so surprising. Look, I, do, I, I wouldn't mind if the fan is not blowing on me 24-7, but I like it to like swivel its head around and that kind of thing. And basically, guys, in South Korea, they say that sleeping with a fan is incredibly unlucky because, A, it will cause hypothermia, so your body parts will start falling off your body because you'll get so cold that your body parts are suffering off you, freezing to death. <laughs> Jeez, this is this is getting deeper than what I saw. Damn, like dismemberment by fan. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That sounds like a like a death penalty kind of thing. Oh, it's so funny. Like you you you're going through Mackie's mortuary record, and it says Mackie uh, dies by hypothermia. <laughs> Mackie Why? circa. Whatever year you were born in, to 2023, let's say you <laughs> die next year. And then it says, dismemberment by fans. <laughs> but that's not even it. Also, part of the superstition is that if the fan is blowing on you, it's sending, it's sending carbon dioxide to you. So it's not sending oxygen. It's seeing carbon dioxide. So basically, as the fan's rotating, it's not sending out nice, fresh, cool, fresh oxygen. It's turning into carbon dioxide, which is A, in the ozone layer, and B, suffocating you. <laughs> what the heck? So I did some more detailed research because, guys, if you if you are superstitious with this, I can tell you from firsthand experience, I've slept with fans, and it's a kind of like necessity in South Africa because it does get pretty hot. Like a fan is quite handy during the summer days. It doesn't kill you. It doesn't do these things that they stated. But basically, this superstition came to effect because South Korea was having energy problems. They couldn't produce enough energy to keep up with the demand. So they basically sent out propaganda telling people all these little things of why you should not sleep with a fan on. And oh my gosh, that is such an evil thing to do. What do you think, Jotun? Jeez. That's pretty hectic, dude. But I mean, if you've got an energy crisis, then... Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but the fear tactic is wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm just surprised. Like, do the Koreans not know that this was something that their government did? Would they <laughs> Would they not now know that that's just a superstition or a silly thing? 
apparently the old the elderly still believe it and they tell their young children but the most adults don't believe it because for oh, starters okay. for starters how does a fan that just literally rotates turn oxygen into carbon dioxide if there's no combustion of any kind with a fan come the motor seriously. the motor does it ah no no <laughs> no sorry for me there's the whole point of like why it works with a car is that it burns fuel fossil fuels and that produces that releases like sulfur and carbon and all that kind of stuff it's burning stuff it's physically burning something but in a fan it's not burning anything <laughs> then we might as well say that i'll i'll my my little uh torch is also suffocating me because that has a spark between the battery and the connect connection points uh-huh. i disagree with that but let's go to your next one uh Jürgen, what's your next top contender my next top contender is one that i just found super funny <laughs> and uh an interesting twist and that is that in japan it is believed that breaking a bottle will bring you good luck which is a totally random thing you could totally cheat the system that way by just breaking a ton of bottles right but the second part of that superstition is it only brings you good luck if you break it by accident which is good this is like something that a game developer thought out (laughs) and he knew that there would be players out there that would try to rig the system and break the game's economy or something that way (laughs) and so he was like you know what i'm gonna tack on a little bit of interesting code that says it has to be an accident. Otherwise, <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> which is so smart. And so yeah, that's just like a cool little quirky a cool little quirky one. No, for sure. I mean, I, I can I can imagine why that would be like adaptive to society in a way. Because well not society, but to people. Because like I just bought myself a bottle of Coke and I'm walking down the street. And I didn't even get to open the bottle yet. Like, I didn't even taste it. And I, like, step on a crack. And it's not my mom's back that breaks. But I, <laughs> like, I fumble with the bottle a little bit and it just lands on the floor and shatters. Like, how much worse can it get? I'm already in a bad position. The level yes. of disappointment going on in me. But if I think that I'm going to get good luck because of that, then it just makes my whole day so much nicer. So I can definitely see a good adaptive way that that can be used. I feel like that's just back to the situation is that it can only go up from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because it's like the same thing. It's like if you like, uh, say you're walking down there, you step in that crack, don't break your mother's back, <laughs> and you fumble the bottle, and then it's floating in the air, rotating, woof, woof, slow motion. You're like, no, and you catch it <laughs> just before it cracks open. You catch and you're like, yes, I was so lucky. And then it's like, it's all going down from here. <laughs> so you yeah. feel like you're the top dog. Like, oh man, only if I oh, recorded dude. that. But that's that's like rock bottom, eh? <laughs> if, you, if you've got like a Coke and it just shatters on the floor. Yo. I would be disappointed. But then again, if you, if you, if you manage to do some crazy like contortionist stuff and actually catch the bottle again then you've already gotten some good luck so either way it's like a win-win situation definitely the half looking at the glass half full rather than half empty for sure i like that way there's this there's there's this awesome joke by sean Locke. may he rest in peace 
the British comedian, who says um, lots of people think about the, um, or wonder about whether the glass is half full or half empty. But I like to think there's another glass of beer waiting right after that. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Okay, let me touch on my second one and then we'll go to personals. So, again, this superstition is believed in both Japan, India, Korea, and Turkey, but slightly different. So, I'll start over with the easy one. So, Japan, I won't go into detail here, so don't fret, audience, don't worry, we'll go to our personal ones. Um, you should not cut your nails during nighttime. So, fingernails, toenails during nighttime. Because in Japan, if you cut your nails and at nighttime and you go to bed, it basically means that you're going to end your life early. So you're going to wake up the next morning dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, oh, the you, next morning already. Next morning, Not just like dead. chumming years off of your life. Possibly. But uh, that's, what, that's what I read wow. there. And I was like, what? Okay. Um, that will definitely keep me from cutting my nails during nighttime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... The, what was even more surprising, again, South Korea, probably propaganda and stuff, is that if you cut your nails during nighttime, your toenails will attract rats. You're like, okay, cool. So I was just going to attract rats to your apartment. You're going to get disease and die. No, 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 no. It's going to attract rats. The rats are going to eat your toenails. The rats will then morph into your doppelganger, an evil doppelganger, who's going to kill you and smother you and kill you. So basically... I, I I was just completely flabbergasted in the degree of superstition this is. So you cut your nails, it's gonna attract rats, the rats eat it, the rats turn into you and basically kill you with you. So what this the, the superstition was was propagated by masterminds, that's what you wanna tell me. Basically what the heck? Like what <laughs> like what are these guys smoking? Sorry guys, but if you please this kind of thing Jeez, please tell me, please teach me your ways. If you know how to transmogrify rats into people, we have a, we're seeing a gold man here. Imagine all the Yotas and Mackies out there. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but guys, just to prove just to prove that superstitions aren't real, you're probably wondering what happened to our little social media talk at the beginning of the episode. And I've intentionally left it out because I'm t- doing a social experiment here. And this will depend this will depend on obviously not number of things. Maybe we get more views. Maybe we don't get more views. Maybe we get zero views. Then a superstition is real. Then you must revert back to our beginning where we mention our different social medias. Again, guys, we're on YouTube, we're on Discord, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And we post every episode to different podcasting platforms. That will be Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple and Spotify. And again, guys, we really need your participation, whether through YouTube or through the different platforms. We recently sort of joined Reddit, and Reddit's quite a fun little place to bounce ideas and cashy mention and stuff. But the best way to speak to us is through Discord. And through Discord, you can comment on A, who's the winner, and share your own ideas on possibly the answers to the end of the episodes, which I'm sure Jotun will give us some feedback on why it's important. Yeah. So for you rebels out there, we also upload our episodes to Rumble as well. If you feel that you don't want you don't want to be silenced or whatever, and that's your platform of choice. But from the comments that you guys give us, we choose our favorite one or one that the community votes for, 
and we talk about that for a smaller episode, a little bit or a piece of the main topic, which we call Ramble Shrapnel. And that's why we guys want you to tell us what you think. We like your interactions and we believe that you guys have something vital to tell us as well. Because we can't think of all of the things out there that are there to be talked about. And we often like our we, we often like our responses so much that we feel as if they're the world of the topic. But actually we're closing ourselves off of all of the other interesting things out there. And we don't know what we don't know, like logically speaking. And that's why we rely on you who do know what you know. And we rely on you to tell us what we don't know because we're idiots as well. So yeah, we take your your suggestions and your responses to any questions that we might slug at you. And we talk about it for a bit. So please comment. We love hearing your guys' voice. So what do you think of that, Jotun? Do you feel like we're breaking a superstition here? Or do you think we're just mixing up the routine a bit? What is your opinion? I think it's going to be a pleasant surprise, <laughs> um, as opposed to an unpleasant surprise, which is normally like ads in the middle of the video. Oh. Um, and I definitely think you should have ads at the beginning or the end, or even the beginning and the end, but never in the middle. Because I just, I just hate it when I'm fully engaged with content by a creative online, and then out of nowhere an ad hits me and now I'm, I've got my Bluetooth like on the show and running and I'm doing something with my hands, like washing the dishes or something. So they're <laughs> empty. I mean, they're wet and they're filthy. And now my, ha- my phone is in my pocket or on the other side of the room. And I have to first wash my hands before I can touch my phone again. It's just such a mission, man. Like oh. I'll, I'll wait for an, an ad to finish at the beginning of an episode, skip it, and then know I can do whatever the heck I want to do. But when it blindsides you in the middle of an episode, wow, it, it drives me up the wall. Nowadays, I just I download all the things that I want to listen to because then I get no ads. Oh, that's smart. No, YouTube is notorious for that nowadays, eh? Like, you, you would watch a 20-minute long video, and if the video is popular enough, is like at least six ads to it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, it's a 20-minute video. And some of the ads you can't skip, and there's like 20 seconds, and it's two ads. I'm like, okay, it's 20 seconds, so the next one should be like at least five. No, it's 20 seconds, and there's 20 seconds. You're like, this is 40 seconds of ads on a 20-minute <laughs> video where I'm literally at the end, and you're forcing me to go through this. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it basically is. But let's, let's get back to the episode. I'm sure everyone is really choking uh, our channel at the moment. We probably chased away a few people. Guys, come back. Don't worry. We, we go start. We go back on the topic of superstitions. So, Jotun, we covered some superstitions that we've researched and found quite engaging and interesting. Now, the next topic is superstitions that we know by personal reasons or we've believe by personal reasons so it could be superstitions that you you got from your friends or your brother or from your mother and father just things that you don't necessarily have to believe in them but you understand 
that why they do it. So I'm going to start off to so kind of get you kind of the groundworks. Now, a superstition that probably a few people around the world do it, but I learned it from my brother who then influenced my sister, and they still do it to this day, is that while driving, if the robot is green, and as you're crossing that road, like crossing to the next, um, or going through the robot or through the traffic light, past the traffic light, if you're still in the middle while the color turns orange, you have to touch the roof. I was gonna say that's the exact same one. Oh, and I, I don't know, maybe you believe in it. I don't believe in it. I have not done it once. Everyone around me does it. I've done it zero times, or maybe I've done it once or twice as a fun and giggle. But I've never believed in it, and to this day I'm still around, and that's going to lead to another superstition that I do believe for some stupid reason. Um, but we'll touch on that after we discuss this one. So maybe you're a believer of the superstition, but I'm not. Um, what, what's your opinion on this? Well, I don't. Well, that's the thing about superstition is you don't necessarily have to believe in it, even though you practice it. A lot of the time, it just becomes a habit. Um, <laughs> and and for me, I guess it's also it's like something that just harkens back to my my university days because that's where I learned it. And I think it is actually a student thing where they tap on the roof of their cars. But then you you have people like me who just like keep on doing it. Because it's just something you do. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the thing, like, if you don't do it, will you feel like the need to still do it at a later stage, or would you just move on with life? Like, if I you would move one, on with life. Okay. But but I can I can imagine how it came about or something. Like, imagine the reason why people did that originally was because it's dangerous to go it's more dangerous to go over a yellow light than it is to go over a green light god forbid a red light but oh. um <laughs> what if what if someone else going perpendicularly to you at a at a four-way street stop street or at a traffic light decides to gun it at the end of a red light when he sees that your direction of traffic is or is it the yellow light now um, because they want to anticipate the green light and then because of that you guys crash so maybe maybe that superstition came about in a way to like ward off the crash itself mm. by making a kind like instead of getting the big thump of a crash having a light thump on your roof you know to take the place of the big crash or something like that true true that's just okay. my own reasoning behind it. No, I, I can see it, and I, I can agree with it, but it doesn't make me want to believe it. It's just something that I, personally, like, touching a roof feels like more dangerous because I'm generally the driver, and if I'm going through an orange robot and I put one of my two-handed, one of my hands that should be on the steering wheel, on the roof, I'm making myself more vulnerable to that crash, where if I was holding both hands and I see, hey, this guy's coming there, I can maneuver a little bit better. But again, my opinion doesn't need it necessarily have to be there. Yotsun, do you have a personal one? I know I kind of did steal this one from you, but do you have another one from personal experience that you're aware of from a friend, from a family member, and you want to top my one? Come on. 
bring me a container. Re- so box. This 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 is a similar one to what you said, um, but I think it's also one that you do yourself Uh-oh. every now and then. Oh. And that is to knock on wood or touch no, wood. No, you took it. <laughs> nice. So. Um, this is this is one that I think is almost pan-cultural. Lots of people actually have this belief or the superstition. You said that I took it, so clearly you wanted to say this one as well. Oh, but um, do you know what the origin is? Yeah, I've done my okay, research. Okay, so for everybody, the origin of this superstition is that pagan peoples used to believe that there were evil or malevolent spirits that lived inside of wood. And so if you wanted um, a good future or a hopeful future, then you would touch or knock on the wood to prevent the evil spirits from hearing you. And um, presumably they would in some way prevent you from having a hopeful future. Um, So you would knock on the wood to shut them up, basically, and keep them at bay. Ah, and... To add on to you, this is a superstition that I have to kind of believe. Um, look, it's not my logical mind speaking here. It's more my gut feeling. Like, I feel wrong. I feel... Just, it just feels wrong. Like, instead of knockwood, look, knockwood is definitely there. But I, it's more how I learned and grown up with it was touchwood. Um, and again, it's something I learned from my brother. <laughs> so, there, you, there you have it. There you have it, everyone. Mackie is a crazy loon. Basically, uh, I, I feel I feel like wrong inside. Like if I mention, look, I don't want to. I don't. I, that's also part of the reason why I don't say bad things. Is that I feel wrong. Like like my core feels tainted. And like if you, if I don't want to say Ooh, anything bad tainted. to anyone. That's a that's a pretty strong word. Well, that that's the thing. Like I, that's the kind of weirdness that's with me. Like I feel like if I don't do this. I must do it at another time. If I don't do it, I'm condemning whatever I said wrong to someone. And I'm like, no, I don't want that kind of thing on my conscience. Don't let that happen. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, an innocent thing is that I hope Jotun has a crack meal tonight. And I'll say, no, I'm kidding. And I'll say, touch wood, just to make sure that Jotun does have a good meal. But if I, like, it's more extreme, I hate that idea. Like, I know those things are real. And I, I know that it's me touching wood does nothing but it gives me that sense of comfort and i don't know why like even now when i talk to yosin and yosin is probably looking at me as like a complete loon <laughs> for believing in something like this running but... naked down the streets <laughs> hollering at people touch wood touch wood touch all the wood touch all the wood there is <laughs> no but it is it's something that's in his, compl- in his, in his wooden wooden barrel <laughs> touching wood all the time oh very Sorry. true go on no 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 <laughs> but it's, it's just something that to me just stuck with me and when i did my research i also saw like it's knock wood on to keep away those evil spirits but that's a good one i'm very jealous that you got that one i think we both stole each other's ones here i think we are tying in very closely um yeah <laughs> it's very interesting i'm i'm, I'm liking this now I, i'm getting a bit more of a clear picture of superstition but we'll touch on that again at the end of the episode but i'll touch on another one fortunately i, I always come prepared i keep a few in the back pocket just in case uh the situation pops up and i say dad yotin's too similar to my mindset i must think of another one and <laughs> um <laughs> 
And the one that I have, which I definitely know you, you don't have, but you probably have heard of it as well. Um, during exams, uh, one of my close friends who I'm actually quite close to now, he basically was, we were walking the, toward class and it was during the springtime in South Africa where Jotun, what are those trees with those purple uh, bowl-shaped flowers? Or not petals? Petals? That would fall? And- I, I, I know exactly what you're saying and I, or you're going to say. And I thought of this one with the Russian stuff as well. Just putting oh, it out there. Very much but they're so. Called, <laughs> but they're called yakaranda trees. Ah, um, the yakaranda my, trees. My native tongue of Afrikaans, yakaranda. Yeah, I know them as in that in English, well. it would be jacaranda. Oh, yes. Pretoria and, yeah, Pretoria specifically is known as the city of jacarandas in South Africa. Beautiful. It's, it's just like a whole bunch of purple. And it's beautiful until, like, they get wet and rainy and they become, like, a slip and slide. Jeez. Oh, but you can say that about all flowers. No, They're but those things are dangerous. until they wilt and then they become <laughs> sludgy and brown and, slippery. and mushy. <laughs> But yeah, um, when you talked about the poop on the head or on the person, I also thought of the same thing. So if, during exams, being very stressed, as like, oh man, this next engineering exam is going to be killer. Um, the the petals will start falling down, and the good the superstition is that if it lands on your head, specifically your head, you have good luck for the next coming test. And <laughs> my really, one friend- that's a that's a different spin of the one that I know of. We'll touch on that just just shortly. Let me finish my story. It came in. Come on, this is my time. This is Mackie's time. Um, but my friend would, while these things are falling, he would intentionally try dive, basically, for these petals to land on his head. And he could never quite get it. <laughs> and we get to the exam room, and he feels like, now I don't have that extra blessing in my pocket situation. But I think he still like, kind of aced the test, so... It was still a hard test, but it was just the something I that was like the first time hearing about it and just knowing that that's good luck. And geez, it was it just it was one of those like personal things that I'm gonna take with me, and it's just something very special to me <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So the the spin on that one that I heard from my mother, who granted it was part of a, an older generation, but um, she told me that. If jacaranda flower pestle lands on you, um, I don't think it really matters where on you, then you will find your soulmate, basically. Aww. The person you are meant to love. Yeah, pretty soon. And that was meant to be a superstition that you'd fall in love or find your soulmate. Oh, that's quite sweet. That's a nice spin. Thank you for strengthening my points. <laughs> 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 okay, you're to do you have another contender? Or are you spent? Yes. Yes, go for it. Um, Okay, so there is this superstition in Europe. Um, I I don't know exactly how prevalent it is in modern times, but basically the superstition is that you would hang a horseshoe on your doorway. And according to the superstition, If the ends of the horseshoe were pointing down, it would mean that good luck would be able to flow out and surround the home. But if the horseshoe 
is hung over a doorway with the end point going up, then it would flow into your home. Hung over a door with its ends down, it would let the good luck spill over the door and outside. Um, and evil would then come in. But it's, it's, it's got to do also a bit with like um, horseshoes being made of metal and iron being something that wards off evil things. And um, like the, I think it also has something to do with like the cloven feet of the devil or something like that. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a multi-layered one. But it's just an interesting thing. You know, just randomly hanging a, a, a horseshoe on your doorway. Tell me, do you have a horseshoe on your doorway? No, goodness, no. <laughs> but I, but interestingly enough, um, a horseshoe that. Oh, sorry. Right, this is meant to be one that I believe in. Okay, so um, <laughs> not necessarily you, but uh, people around you. <laughs> yeah. So both I and people around me, especially family. Um, we believe in like um, evil spirits and just like things things that we don't know about reality that could do us bad. And I, I for one, believe in evil spirits and I believe in demons. And I believe in also just evil creatures that are out there. Um, I, I just think that we're kind of blind to them. Because mm-hmm. we're so framed in by our scientific viewpoint of life that what we what what are signs of things that go bump in the night, we just rationalize in a scientific way. And so one superstition that I believe in and that other people around me believe in is that if you put like salt on your doorways or your windows to block the points of entry into the place where you are, then you can ward off evil spirits if you feel that you're in danger for some reason. So like if you walk into your friend's house that you've never been to before and you feel there's bad juju in this place, then you could line your bedroom. It would be weird and they'd be like, dude, what the hell are you doing? But (laughs) you could line the doorway and the window of either the house or your bedroom with salt in order to keep the bad spirits out. And that goes back to a tradition from, or like a widely held belief in old Europe, where iron and salt would ward off evil things because they were things of the earth, whereas evil spirits were things of the spirit's world. And so having things of the earth, um, and with such a strong tie to the earth, would kind of repel them because, yeah, they're they're not from here. Hmm. But yeah, that's one that I. That's a good one. Believe actually. in myself. Now, Thank you. That's actually no. I, I really found that really interesting. Like this is the kind of stuff that makes me want to say, "Wow, that's actually something that I could get behind of." Be um, just because it is something that you can't like. Like you, I do believe the supernatural, um, but it, it's it's also something that like yourself, you say that we are blind, but at the same time, trying to make assumptions, you know, that all good saying, maybe this can be considered a superstition, you make an ass of you and me, assume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but that, oh, yeah. It's, it's the kind of thing that you make in the assumption that because they are spirits, they are warded off because of these earthly items. 
And I have no right to say it's wrong because um, from our scientific point of mindset, you're right until I prove you're wrong. And luckily for both of us, uh, touch wood. Popularism, everybody. <laughs> touch, that touch is wood. solid popularism. <laughs> Um, we have not come across any spurs yet, like I said, touch wood. Um, <laughs> but, Yotan, I just wanted to ask you, so you're touching on something on the point that I want to kind of end off with before we conclude this really good episode, is now superstitions, to me, uh, touches on a number of areas that we have touched on from this. It touches on propaganda from people, from the government trying to uh, push the the citizens to a certain direction more because of certain situations. And there's also religious beliefs. There's also non-religious beliefs. There's also, in some cases, um, I'm also kind of considering habits as a superstition because one habit that I used to do for before uh, an exam is that I would try to get in the zone and I would do this breathing technique. And in a way, if I don't do this breathing technique wrong, I feel wrong and I have to start the breathing technique from the beginning. And it's almost like it, the habit had became a superstition. If I don't do the breathing technique right, I'm going to do bad on my test. So, but that's what I'm saying. Um, but for me, it's, a, it's, it's like a habit. It's just something I, I do before the thing. And because I started it, I want to keep going with it because good things have come from it. Now, I say good things come from it, but obviously to the, the wider perspective, it's just because that breathing technique helped me clear my mind and it was actually something that was good for me because often with me is that I would overthink such situations and the breathing technique would just calm my heart, calm my brain and make me think clearly. So now that we've kind of touched on these different areas, has your point of view of superstitions changed in any way? Do you want to rephrase your original definition of superstition that you gave at the beginning of this episode no i think it's still solid like drawing a link between one action and um an outcome that's either good or bad that actually isn't causal in any way um that's how that's how i defined a superstition and i think that that still still holds also with what you were saying about the breathing thing because I don't think there's this, like, there is a way that it's influenced how you approach the situation and stuff, like a, a placebo or self-therapeutic thing going on over there. But, yeah, correlation doesn't equal causation. But it's even like the fact, like, certain things that we believe in. So say, like, if you go to the gym, the guys, or a good example is Ruffin Adele. He's incredibly meticulous in what he does. He puts everything... If you watch a, a tennis match with Rafa Nadal, you'd have to watch the whole thing. But in between sets, you'll see him take a drink of one of his two bottles in front of him, and he'll place it in exactly the same spot, like as he had left. And he'll rotate it in a specific way. So, like, any person that's in the zone, like, that's why I mentioned the gym. Any person who's in the zone, they'll have a certain habit that's become a routine. And in some cases, it's almost like a superstition because they don't f- they don't want to break this routine because if they break the routine, they feel like they've compromised what they were doing. Like, but but a superstition though is is when if you don't do it, you think that what you want to happen 
or don't want to happen won't. So like but by that I mean the reason why I said your breathing thing is a superstition and not a habit is because you linked that to um, doing well with the test. Yeah. yeah. So that makes it a superstition. But if it was just a habit that you did to make yourself calm, then that more behavioral thing and a habit. It's got nothing to do with superstition because you don't think it'll have a good or a bad outcome as a result. But that's that's where I'm like exploring there because again, I don't believe the breathing technique gives me the success. I just believe that if I don't do it, uh, if I if something goes wrong, like I said with Ruffin and Dal, if his bottles aren't facing the correct way, he 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 gets fixated in kind of like making sure it's where it's supposed to be. Um, if he feels like the racket is wrong, which is probably the best technique, he will chuck that racket away and he'll bring out a brand new racket where that racket probably nothing's wrong. Just feels off to him. Doesn't doesn't he like smash them on the floor? Nah. Well, I heard of a much. tennis player that does Djokovic that. Did, like, Djokovic does that quite often. <laughs> and you'd, like, you'd have these tennis rackets that cost a tenth or not the... They, they cost as much as a car. Because Basically. it's like the most cutting edge thing and he just smashes them on the ground. And that's why I'm saying that habits and superstitions to me are, like you said, not the same, but very similar. Like it's borderline, very, like they're almost overlapping in some cases because if you are a person with habits, it's a good thing. But again, if you don't break that habit of go do something different, you'll feel like you are. You, if you don't do this habit, your your personality breaks away. It's like smoking. Um, probably a bad example, but smoking is a habit. You people that I've spoken to before who smoked in the past, they smoke and then when they stop smoking, they feel like they they don't know what to do with themselves during that time where they would normally smoke. Normally they have a smoke, they have a cup of coffee, and then they have a smoke because now they associate the coffee with the smoke, and now it's in their brain to think that. Now I'm having a coffee, but I don't have a smoke. I feel off. I feel like I've broken something. I feel like I've done a taboo, as Jotun has mentioned before then. But like like Jotun said, it's not necessarily a superstition, but it almost feels to me, at least from my understanding, that the the areas or the line is blurred. Not quite into each other exactly, but blurred. And you don't think that's the case, eh, Jotun? No, I disagree. I think that a superstition can only be a superstition if you believe something. Like if you associate an action with a belief in an outcome. But without a belief of some kind towards an outcome, I don't think it's a superstition. Then it's just something you do. Good point. Yeah, that's that's just what I think. Audience, you can decide, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's a great point to kind of lead the audience with two questions this episode. First question, Jotun, what, what would the first question be? Who had the best superstition? Who, regardless of whether it's a superstition that we ourselves perform or is around someone around us, or whether it was one of the interesting ones I found, uh, we found. But which one out of all of those, it should be eight, um, do you think was the best? That best one will will define who the winner is i guess and don't f- and guys again as long with the winner of the episode please pick me please pick me uh i'll touch wood even touch wood touch wood touch wood um 
you guys must also give it your superstition of choice. So if there's any superstition that from personal or from research that we did not quite cover in this episode, would love you guys to talk about it. And it would be very handy. And the best way to communicate information again, guys, is to go into our different social medias. We've got a YouTube, we've got Discord, we've got Instagram, we've got we're even on Reddit now. And there's a number of different platforms. And with that, you can also, along with the comments and everything, you can also join us in games, conversations. And the best way to do that is not via YouTube, really, because then we'll really overpower a specific video. But you, it would be to go to our Discord channel, which is very available through Discord. Again, guys, if you are interested, if you enjoyed this episode, we really do appreciate a five-star rating, a review, or anything that you do on those different Pot, uh, distributing platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and a few more that I can always, can't always mention because we only have a time limit here. But getting those reviews there and sharing it with your groups or family members this really helps us just to kind of show that you are interested, you want to get your voice heard, and just shows overall support. And if you guys don't have time to listen to a full episode here, Try listen to our Ramble Shrapnel. Ramble Shrapnels are very handy for those little pieces. I'm sure, Jotun, can you maybe give them a bit idea of what a Ramble Shrapnel is? Yes. So from the comments that you guys leave for us and your suggestions, we choose our favorite one or we concede to what you guys tell us with your votes. And we take one of those responses and we make an episode about it. Not a full episode, but a shard of the, the main episode. And we talk about it for like 15 to 20 minutes. Nothing too long. And it's completely unprepared. We just riff off of our head about it. And yeah, try to provide you with a bit of insights about something that we find interesting. Or that you find interesting. And guys, again, if you enjoyed this episode, we post every Thursday. If you feel sad and say, oh, I wish there is, there's so many other episodes on our list. This episode's probably coming out. And we have future plans. So we hope that you guys come to listen to us. We want to have, we want to do collabs with different podcasters. We plan to have a, few, a lot more guests. And the topics are up to our limits, where the potential is limitless, including if your guys' participation is included. So again, guys, that is enough for my side. I'm really glad you came to join us in this ramble shamble. Anything from your side, Jotun, before we say bye to our ramble shamblers? Um, do all your things. Do all your things. Do your superstitions. Yeah. Make sure, make make sure the good things happen and the bad things don't happen. And keep well. Bye bye.